You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. It's a hard Knicks life, again, for Knicks owner, James Dolan, who told the New York Times he does not enjoy owning the New York Knicks. So in a sprawling profile by the New York Times that covers everything from the makings of the MSG sphere in Las Vegas, the use of facial recognition technology, and the banning of lawyers and other people at Madison Square Garden, James Dolan admitted that owning the Knicks does not bring him much joy. Uh, He said while uh, the Knicks and Rangers are, quote, near and dear to his heart, he, quote, does not like owning teams. He lamented the mentality of New York sports fans at one point, saying basically every fan thinks of themselves as an owner or general manager. Um, this was actually after an interaction with a fan that went up to him at a non-Knicks event, but was, I guess, with the guy with his fan said, let's go Knicks. And Dolan kind of like rolled his eyes and kind of just was like, oh, yes, I understand. Yes, I'm a Knicks owner. So uh, and then when asked, you know, how does he feel about this? This was essentially his response, saying that every fan thinks that they're a general manager or an owner now uh dolan also claimed the economics of owning an, an nba team or an nhl team are kind of sleepy are the words he used uh he said it's, it actually kept him from buying baseball and soccer teams it makes me actually wonder if maybe he was in line by the mets <laughs> but that's a maybe another story for uh the rico brogna podcast by uh evan evan uh evan roberts but anyway uh dolan adds being a professional sports owner in new york you're not beloved until you're dead, is his quote. So uh, Dolan, among other things, also explained his rationale for ejecting people and banning people from Madison Square Garden who tell him to sell the team or do chants that say sell the team or post signs that say sell the team when they're at Madison Square Garden. Dolan said MSG has a code of conduct that forbids harassment of garden employees for which he claims to be one of them. Very interesting. He considers himself an employee when he's he owns the building. Also interesting that apparently, according to the New York Times, there actually is no code of conduct uh, message that says that you can you can't harass garden employees. So I don't know where he got that from. And then uh, lastly, um, he said, "Look, uh, if you help a sign that says you know play better, this team sucks, you can do that. That's part of being a fan. But uh, zeroing in on criticism of him, he says, is not allowed and bad because it is harassment of an individual." not of the team so a lot being said by james dolan i asked you tommy what do you think of james dolan's comments and why do you think he still owns the knicks if he says that it's not all that joyful 
you know, I, I tweeted that there are first world problems, right? And then there are, you know, owning a couple billion dollar franchises can be a little bit annoying sometimes, you know, like it's not that much fun, you know, like I just it's it's another example of how Dolan just, you know, uh, just doesn't understand. Read the room, buddy. Like, you know, this is a lot of people struggling economically, financially. And that's not to suggest that everyone with wealth is automatically happy and they can't right. suffer from difficulties and et cetera. And, and, you know, Dolan has been open about his addiction issues and overcoming yep. them. So. So credit to him for that. Um, but again, that being said, it's hard to, you know, it, it, to listen to somebody complain about, you know, his his daddy gave him the Knicks. You know, you, you're not really allowed to complain. If it's something that you don't enjoy doing, sell the team. Um, you know, there are plenty of other, you know, in, interested individuals that would happily put together a financial package. You know, obviously he doesn't need, the answer to your question is as to why he doesn't sell the Knicks is because he doesn't need the money, you know, um, and, he, and he clearly right. enjoys it. I think think more than he kind of lets on i think he enjoys the power that comes from it um you know exactly. a lot of the other businesses are are back end and you know there's not the high visibility of it um if if all these sentiments were true he did there's not a lot of owners that sit front row center underneath the basket you know there's a, a cuban and, and some others but they like the spotlight they enjoy the yeah. celebrity um they enjoy the attention there's plenty of other owners that have never you never see them at the games never see them with their arms folded or cross or or causing a controversy um so there's a lot here that that dolan says that i just i don't agree with um again that you know it's it's sort of neither here nor there from a Knicks perspective as i have said on this pod and in years going back and back the Knicks have a lot of problems and dolan you can trace the Knicks lack of success this century to Dolan's ownership of the team. That being said, he doesn't, he's not worried about luxury tax. He's not, you know, he's not yeah. looking to, to turn a profit. He's willing to spend as much money as the people in charge, the people that he's hired, tell him to. His issue has been hiring people, um, the wrong people for the for the most important jobs. And then even when those people show themselves to not be successful in that role, the Isaiah Thomases, et cetera, yeah. um, maintain, you know, keeping them in those positions. Um, yeah. So that, that's kind of where the, the situation, for, from my end, um, you know, the, his words don't necessarily match his actions. Yeah, it's it's funny. I think you were hit the nail right in the head when you said he enjoys the power. I think that's why he oh he likes owning it, why he still owns it, whether he likes it or not. I think that there's a point part in there where you know they talk about you know why does he show such a, such a willingness to fight? And his thing was like, well, if you show a willingness to fight, it lets people know that essentially not to mess with you, <laughs> and that's why he's willing to make the even the pettiest of fights go all the way to the length because maybe it, maybe in his eyes avoids the bigger fights i don't i don't know he's had some he, he lost a 10 million dollar lawsuit to anuka brown simpson um so i don't i don't i mean that seems pretty big and to your to your point about you know hiring the wrong people you know here he, he still still is on this thing about how he the mass square garden was wrong and he was wrong in a verdict that you know basically confirmed that there was sexual harassment of an employee especially in this time and age time and day and age very disheartening to say the least. I think in terms of him owning the Knicks, this is the first time I think for me that I really think that this is a, not a non. This is no longer a just for the foreseeable future thing that he's going to be the owner. I, I actually do think that he will end up selling this team. Ten years, maybe. I don't know. I just don't. This this to me just doesn't seem like something that he's going to want to just keep and hold on to until he's dead. I mean, the fact that he even said that, you know, people only love you until you're dead. I think that that's him. I think 
saying that he's thought about like what his life looks like for the rest of his life as Nick's owner. And he realizes that there's nothing that will be good for him in terms of how he is viewed. And I'd argue that maybe that's not true. I think if he won a championship, I think that a lot of the criticism, a lot of the weight would like a lot of that would definitely come to a simmer. It may not go completely away. Again, there have been true wrongs done by Madison Square Garden, but you win a championship in Madison Square Garden in New York City, especially with the Knicks. I mean, you're an icon. It doesn't matter who you are, how you did it, or what your transgressions were before. I, I do think, though, that this was kind of him kind of dipping his toe in the idea that, like, this is not something I really enjoy, and I don't know how much longer I'm going to be uh, willing to do this. And it, we've seen those, like, rumblings from, like, the Bill Simmons of the world and other people that keep saying the word amongst the billionaires is that, like, the Knicks will be for sale at some point. But then, like, he James Dolan comes out and just quelches that. I can't imagine that Simmons and these other folks are hearing that from nowhere. They got to be getting it from somebody. So I think what, what I think we learned what maybe Bill Simmons and all these other people know is that these people in the billionaire circles knows how much James Dolan dislikes the the things that come with only the Knicks and they're surmising that he'll eventually sell a team and listening to him in this, I think that he will as well. Now he's not gonna give him Madison Square Garden. That's never gonna happen because it's a it, right. it just it prints money. Yeah. But I think the ownership of the teams and we saw that separation between MSG Sports and MSG Entertainment happen a couple of years ago. I think. I think that that is coming down the pipe. Again, it's not imminent, but this idea that he's going to own the team till he's dead, that, that's not going to happen, I don't think. You know, that's a really good point, EJ. I hadn't thought of is if the Knicks win, and the Knicks are right now are obviously trending in the right direction, and they're, yeah. for the first time in 20-plus years, you can see a pet, and we'll talk about the Giannis stuff in a couple minutes, you can see a whether it's Embiid or Giannis or Luka, yeah. maybe, there's a path to the Knicks, like, already at like level 1.5 to get to level three, you know, to, to become yeah. one of those elite, you know, top tier teams. It's not laughable right now, which is the right. first time you can say that for the first time in a long time. And if the Knicks ever won or were competitive, you know, back-to-back finals appearances, Eastern Conference finals appearances, then an NBA finals appearance, that changes yeah. the whole feel of the, you know, like a lot of the, you know, uh, vibe around the team is, you know, and the, 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 the hatred towards Dolan has been because the team has been so bad and he's kind of been the yeah. poster child um, that people can kind of direct their arrow, you know, the one constant, you know, bad coaching and GMs and players come and go, but the owner's been the same. So he's felt that heat and that hatred for 20 plus years. Nick start winning on a consistent basis and winning big and start being really yeah. competitive for titles that that would change the experience entirely. And that may change the way he views the, the experience. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I think we've even seen some of that even in just this last year. I mean, when this article came out, like, I mean, you mentioned on the podcast, look, he does spend a lot and all like you'll mention the positives. I saw people on Twitter when this article came out saying, yes, Dolan doesn't like the Knicks and he may be kind of a sourpuss sometimes, but like he does invest in the team. The team's in the right direction. Like, you know, you really can't say many bad things about him right now. Like, Winning cures a lot, and this is yeah. a man that suffered through a lot of losing for 20 years. So I can't imagine that it's that fun to deal with this stuff because it's only been a miserable experience since he's right. been owner. Now, that could change once they start winning, and if it becomes a con- constant thing, maybe that does change perspective. But I almost wonder, there's a part of me that thinks that Dolan may want to go out on top. 
that like he may yeah. want to win that championship. And you know, at that point, of course, the Knicks would be at their their highest value. And I mean, guess a number; it could be anything at that point. Yeah. And the Knicks win a championship, and then he decides, okay, I'm gonna put the team up for sale. I can see him saying, "I'm gonna win a championship. All right, I've done all I, I ever would want to do doing this thing. I'm not gonna give it to somebody else." That 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 is a scenario I can definitely see happening. I mean, if they have won the championship, imagine like first for his last twenty years, for his life essentially, his adult life, he's had to slink in. He's gone to the fanciest restaurants and had the best food, but he's had to go in the back door. And you know, I'm sure he's had to have security around him so he doesn't get not you know yeah. physically stuff, but heckled and harassed. Yeah. And, you know, just annoyed to to a certain extent. If he walked into a, a, a you know like a, you know a popular restaurant after the next one championship, there would be a standing ovation. He'd be clapping. Oh yeah, yeah. If he goes to the Carbone after yeah. the next one. Championship. I mean, Sorry. it's gonna erupt. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a whole different, it's a whole different um idea and landscape for him. So, uh, James Dolan. It's just, is he? You know, one thing about Dolan before we move on is that just like for someone who doesn't talk very much, he when he talks, he gives you everything. And as from a media standpoint, you gotta love him for that. Like Absolutely. there's some a lot of owners who talk all the time and don't say anything. Right, like right, right, I mean, right. Jerry Jones is a guy who talks all the time and he really doesn't give a lot. Like he kind of does the same old kind of like you know golly shucks kind of stuff. And every now and then he'll give you something. But like that guy talks every day, literally every day, and he doesn't give you like James Dolan talks once, sometimes every two three years, sometimes once every six seven months. And he's saying I'm banning alcohol in MSG. I don't like owning the Knicks. Yes, facial recognition stuff works. Like, he's saying the craziest stuff. And, you know, as a Nick fan, it kind of leaves you on edge because, you know, he could swallow a grenade any moment and then say something that really hurts the team. But, again, from a media standpoint, it, it, he does not he, – he, he's, he's emptying the clip every time he talks in front of a microphone. It is very interesting.